All right, welcome back once again, Canceled Preacher Podcast. Uh, I'm Jonathan Hudson, and here with me is my dad, Pastor Phil Hudson. We are glad that you're here with us today on this uh, Monday morning. Hope that you have a good week this week. Uh, we are going to talk today about um, your sermon. You just preached this on January, what was it, January 13th, no, uh, 15th, I think, this past Sunday. And uh, is America headed for civil war? What did you start off with? Well, basically, I, I hope not, because... You know, civil wars are very costly. Our, our civil war is very costly, and uh, a lot of lives lost, a lot of pop property destroyed. Satan would love nothing more than for America to self-destruct, and so would our enemies as well. So they wouldn't have to, uh, they wouldn't, you know, incur a cost as well. But, um, you know, more people died in the American Civil War than all other wars combined. And um, I believe China is doing everything that it can, uh, and it is leading the way, but Russia as well, to kind of infiltrate our country with ideologies, philosophies. I mean, China buying up land. China is sending over 400,000 students to America and pays them to engage in research and development and send what they learn back to China. In fact, Mike Pompeo said this of the Chinese Communist Party, that it has infiltrated various levels of America's infrastructure and is working to destroy the values of the United States. And then he went on to say that the Chinese Communist Party officials also are cultivating relationships with county school boards and local politicians as well, often known uh, as the sister cities Program. They also have the Confucius Institutes in many colleges around the country and in other ways. Indeed, our enemies would love for us to self-destruct. Yeah, um, you um, mentioned those those uh, um, in, it was communists infiltrating the uh, nation. Um, it reminds me of uh, uh, our sitting, um, what is this, uh, representative, the House of Representatives, Eric Swalwell, who was having... Uh, inappropriate sexual relationship with a Chinese spy and sitting on the House, um, what was it, the House, uh, the, uh, what I want to say intelligence. Yeah, that's right, the House Intelligence Committee. Yes. Uh, insane um, to imagine. Well, let me well that you. tells you something right there about the last Congress. They're on the side of our enemies. Mm. No wonder. They're, they're opening the door for our enemies to just come in and destroy. They're opening up uh, the door in Congress with Swalwell, opening up the southern border. It's as if the Democrats, they are more for our enemies than they are, you know, freedom in America, you know, in so America. So tell me this, what prompted this sermon? Well, you know, I got to thinking about it and uh, thinking about another sermon on revival. And uh, I came across a University of California study that said that more than half of America, the American population, believes that there will be a civil war within the next few years. And another poll conducted by Yahoo News said last June that 46% anticipate a coming civil war in America. And curiously enough, the same poll found that 47% would not take up arms against the United States in spite of what it means to be an American Christian patriot. In fact, our founding fathers said this, in fact, predicted a civil war when they said in the Declaration of Independence that governments are instituted amongst men 
deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, and that whenever, not if, but whenever any form of government becomes destructive to that ends, it is the right of the people to alter it or to abolish it. And when, not if, a long train of abuses reduces um, them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty to throw off such government and provide new guards for their future security. That's what they understood. They saw that um, the left is devious, and they saw that this was indeed a possibility, so they put into the Constitution a way for American patriots and true American citizens to keep the nation from becoming you know, a communist country. Yeah, that was a pretty surprising statement you said on Sunday. You started off, um, this was in your introduction, you said the Founding Fathers predicted another civil war. Uh, and then you read that. You said, not it, not, it doesn't say if. It says when such governments. You know, again, we've mentioned this before. The Founding Fathers, they had great foresight and great wisdom, but it can all be chalked up to their just understanding of human nature as defined in the Word of God. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the government is going to become corrupted. Uh, it is going to um, take on more power than it should. It is going to become bloated. It's going to become... Uh, uh, you know, it, it's going to become corrupt to the core. Why? Not because they had any kind of prophetic, you know, powers, but because they just understood a biblical truth. Man is going to uh, gravitate that way. And history supports that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so they wrote in this, this, uh, you know. Th- th- right into the Constitution. And it, well, you were just reading the Declaration of Independence, right? Uh, excuse me. That's right. The Declaration of Independence. Actually, the Constitution was given to us to support the truths that were laid out in the Declaration of Independence. So really, the Declaration of Independence is the foundation and the foundation of the foundation of American freedom and liberty. But so many people, when they start talking about and you know, I was just, you know, I'm sure many of us just sit around and we start to, be, you know, bewail the, the, the situation of the, of the nation. And, well, we need revival and the corruption in government and um, how our interests are sold out to the Chinese. And, but um, then we always hedge our criticisms with, well, I'm not, I'm not saying we should do anything violent. I'm not saying we should do anything violent. But our founding fathers said our that. Our founding fathers said and that. And gave us the Second Amendment to, to um, enable us and arm us in case this kind of thing happens. Yeah. yeah. Because in the end, when a country goes communist or national socialist, and that's what the Democrats are basically, and half the Republicans, then if you don't f- fall in line, it's going to be prison and it's going to be death. One, five uh, percent of the world's population was killed by communists in the last hundred years. By over a hundred million people, five percent of the world's population at that time and over the course of that time, mm. last hundred years. I mean, Hitler and Mussolini, Stalin. And socialists are communists. They're they just, are. They're just wearing a mask. They won't admit it. They're patient. That's but, right. Because uh, it never ends with socialism. Once you go down that road, you get the momentum, and that road is a downhill road, and that, big, that, that, you know, that snowball gets big enough, you can't stop it. It's either get out of the way, get on the train, or you're going to get run over. A lot, of the Democratic, a lot of people in the Democratic Party uh, are admitted socialists. Um, and so uh, they are admitted communists. Bernie Sanders, he's an admitted socialist, and the millennials, they buy right into it. Yep. 
Here it is, the, the youngest of the nation, supporting the old, one of the oldest men in the nation, who proclaims to be um, anti-American. And, and here's one just to show you just how communist the Democratic Party is. The, there, there is a political uh, party in the United States, the Communist Party. And they just like there's a, there's a constitutional party, right? It's yes. A, and there's a, there's a libertarian party. Well, yes. there's a communist party, and they usually have you know they they, they have their uh, uh, endorsements. They usually run their own candidates in, in certain elections, and including the the election the, the presidential election. But in 2020, do you know who their candidate was? They didn't even bother running a communist candidate because As Joe Biden is a communist. All they did was endorse the Democratic nominee. They said, "Why waste our time?" When we've got, already got a communist that we can throw our weight behind. They didn't even run their own candidate. They just, they just endorsed uh, Joe Biden because they are communists. The yep. Democratic Party is uh, communist to the core. Well, I would also say that Jesus himself predicted a civil war. When he said a house divided cannot stand. It just cannot stand. And America is a house divided. Um, yeah, what are those, those things you said? Well, I have said several things right here by way of introduction. I said half the country believes in the Constitution, and the other half believes the Constitution is unconstitutional. Mm. Isn't, that, isn't that something? And then I had said that half the country believes the election was stolen, and the other half thinks it was, it's a crime to say so. I think the election was stolen. Yes. I do not believe for a half a second that Joe Biden got more votes than any other president in history. You've got to, you've got to have a screw loose somewhere. 81 to million, million votes. people. More and than Obama, more than Trump. Who got more than Obama? And if you doubt what we're saying, uh, the uh, this this film that came out, 2,000 Mules, um, it it clearly demonstrates with with video evidence the uh, corruption that was going on with just the drop boxes. And I think it goes way deeper than that. But uh, absolutely, uh, there's so much stuff coming out now that the election was is it was a sham, and uh, the president is an illegitimate president. Of course, of course, when we say that about Biden, somehow we're anti-American. But when the Democrats said that about Trump, somehow they were patriotic Americans. They said that about Trump. They said that about Bush. Uh, selected, not elected. Remember that? Yep. They said uh, every t you know it's uh, they, they all, uh, the Democrats always get away with that. Hypocrites. But is what they are. If we do that. Uh, January 6th protesters are still sitting in jail to this day. Um, it is unbelievable. It's un-American as well. Yes. Half the country believes marriage is between one man and one woman. Obama said that he believed that, but when he gets in, he changes that. Biden said he believed that, but when he got in, he changed all of that, and he's fighting right now to, to you know, to marriage to be whatever you want it to be. Half the country believes in that. You can see we're divided. Half the country believes in liberty, the other half of the country believes in lockdowns. And uh, even today, let me just say this. If you believed in those lockdowns, well, again, you're crazy because they didn't help at all. And even if they did help, there's got to be a workaround because you cannot take away somebody's civil liberties and undermine the very Constitution and the, the Declaration of Independence that gives us liberty. It's been said over and over again through all this, but... Um, the government that will promise, you know, if you'll, if you'll give up liberty for safety, you're going to lose both of them. That's right. Uh, In fact, Benjamin Franklin said you don't deserve either one. Right. Liberty or yeah, safety. That's a great quote. Half the country believes in capitalism. That's what America was founded on. The, half, the other half believes in communism. The Cato Institute reported that 53% of millennials prefer socialism. That's because they couldn't even define socialism. They have no idea. That's true, yeah. 
And, and then socialism is atheism. It's anti-religion, any religion. It's anti-Christianity for sure. But all communist leaders of the 20, 20th and 21st century admit to being atheist. When communists take over a country, they declare themselves and their country to be liberated from God. And then you're going to have just all kinds of evil and the Bible says evil men will wax worse and worse. One thing you said on Sunday is that the government should exist to protect the rights that God has given. The go- rights don't come from government. And then you followed that up with this statement. So if a government doesn't acknowledge and believe in God, they have no right to exist. No right to exist. No legitimate con- uh, con- um, constitutional right to exist. Absolutely. And then half the country believes in abortion. It is unbelievable. They think it's a right. They think it's a constitutional right. It's not in the Constitution. And they keep saying that, well, you know, now all these women are going to have abortions in back alleys and in bathrooms, which is a lie. Let them go to California. California Newsom said he'd, he'd pay everybody to come there and have them. But, um, but it, it's still half the country believes in murder. Yep. And the other half believes it's, you know, it. You know, it's a constitutional right. Half the country believe rights come from God, as you just said. The other half believe, don't even believe in God. It's just, we are ripe for revolution. There's no question about it. And our civil war is coming. Now, it's, it's either going to be revival or it's going to be revolution. That's right. You say that all the time. That's right. Uh, but in the case of the context of the sermon, I basically said that we are in a civil war right now. And it's not being fought, fought with guns, but it's being fought with ideas. And the battleground is not Shiloh or Gettysburg. The battle is in number one, Congress, number two, churches, and number three, colleges. Colleges are just nothing more than, con- it, basically nothing more than just indoctrination camps. That's what yeah, they are. Yeah. Churches are liberal, and, co- and Congress, I mean, everybody, it, you know, all of it on the mall, you know, Congress, Supreme Court, as far as I'm concerned. It's just one big swamp is what it is. And um, they're destroying a country. Basically, churches need to, most churches need to close because they're not preaching the truth. Congress is corrupt. They all ought to be fired. And, you know, uh, a new Congress put in. And colleges, I cannot believe what we are supporting. And here's the funny thing. You know, we'll send our kids there. Like I said Sunday. Man, a, a parent won't let their kids go trick-or-treating. A parent won't let their kids go to public school. That's fine. That's wonderful. But then a parent will support their kid going to a college, you know, a university, which is, which is basically hell on earth. It's, it's hell's doctrine being, being taught right in these. That's where the real battleground is. And parents are glad their kids to go there. And you don't need to go to college. You know, if you want to go, if you want to go broke, go to college. If you want to start, you know, way behind in life, go to college. You say that all the time. But uh, it's become a big scam. College is a big scam these days. I like Charlie Kirk. You know, he says, uh, boy, if you, he says, we don't hire. If you're, if you're a college graduate, we don't want to hire you because, <laughs> because you're, uh, you're stupid, basically. You know, and uh, you, you've been indoctrinated. We don't want any of that. Uh, but anyway. It's true. It is true. It's true. It really is. Uh, only, what, 27, 29% of people that graduate from college are working in the field for which they went to college 
four. And a lot of them are going to these act, going for these activist degrees anyway. Oh yeah, you know, gender gay, ideology yep, and, and, and gay dance theory. And yeah. as if they're gonna, as if an employer is gonna hire a guy with with that kind of credential uh-huh. or that kind of a college diploma. But uh, government lies to us, and the people are on to it, and that's what's happening right now. And people will say, why, why would government lie? Well, first of all, government lies because they can lie because nobody holds them accountable. And because Jesus said the kings of the earth would set themselves against him that sat upon the throne and make war with him. And that's exactly what he's doing. Because the vast majority of people in the world and a lot of vast majority of people in Congress, they're of their father, the devil. That's what the scriptures say. And uh, the devil lies, and that's why you lie. That's a pretty good point. Why do they lie? Because they can. They because can. we will, and because we believe them, and we want to and believe we won't what hold they, them accountable. That's right. And the love of money is the root of all evil. Most politicians they go into politics poor, like Obama, and average, and then he comes out a multimillionaire. There one exception to uh, to that uh, amongst the recent presidents. You know who it was? It was Donald Trump. Yep, he he went, lost money yes. in Congress, and they they're the ones that investigate his tax returns. Uh, it's unbelievable. D- donated his salary every year. And, uh, of course, demonized, never hear about that, but a $400,000 donation every year. Um, but, yeah, it's the love of money. And they, and they don't hold them accountable. I mean, on both sides of the aisle. How about, how about remember this? Um, read my lips. Yeah, and that was George Bush Sr. No new taxes. No That's new taxes, said. yeah. Yeah, you had a lot of lies you, you brought to, to uh, surface. What was the other I one? never had sex with that woman. Yeah. And, and her, and her um, uh, his... Bill Clinton's semen was on her shirt. Yes. You know? Yep. Um, and then he had to kind of dance around and say, well, it depends on what your definition of uh, oh, is. Oh, man. Is. People that are listening need to read what he said. Um, it didn't make any sense. And how could you? And, and he was so convincing. I've heard people. I was too young at the time. I was 10, like you know, 8 years old maybe, 6 years old. But people say that he was so convincing. He looked dead in the camera, didn't blink, and, and said, I, I, re, you know, I, I did not have... Uh, sexual relations with that woman. And people say, I'm there convinced. I'm convinced. How, yep. could, how could he lie like that knowing that he's going to be found out? Um, he must be being honest. But th- he was, and, and you've even said that. You said if a kid can look in your eye and lie, that's a bad sign. That's a real bad sign. Uh, and he looked in the nation's eyes and lied. Yep. Um, just like many, many politicians do day in and day out. It is so true. <laughs> and, of course, the most recent one is uh, believe all women. Of course, that's when Joe Biden didn't like Kavanaugh, and he was just he was grasping at straws because Kavanaugh really going did. back forty years. He had a pristine, um, you know, reputation and a pretty good resume, and he kept records of everything, you know. And of course, I can't remember the name of the woman that said, you know, he, you know, he assaulted me, but she couldn't remember anything. Yeah. Kavanaugh had everything written down, you know. It's just it's just crazy. But then when Tara Reid came forward and said, you know, he sexually assaulted me, Joe Biden, I don't know why she's saying that, you know, yep. but I never did. Well, you're calling her a liar, yep. Joe. Yep. You know, I that's thought, be- believe all women. Yeah, that's right. You know, but. Uh, and that is a stupid statement anyway. Believe all women? Since when? I mean, is there any, and is there any group of people that that, that statement should apply to? So, so basically what he is saying is, you know, throw out trial juries, throw out any of that, throw out, you know, your innocent until proven guilty um they the vast majority of democrats in fact i wouldn't i would go so far as to say all of them that are in the know they they hate the constitution 
They just hate it because it stands in their way. That statement right there is so un-American, unconstitutional. Believe all women. I mean, until it's your son that's falsely accused. That's right. Until it's you that's falsely accused. Um, that opens up a can of worms. We came to America and established the the government that we have because of the very things that Joe Biden stands for. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. And shed a lot of blood for the freedoms that we have and innocent until proven guilty. He don't believe in any of that stuff. But anyway, so I then I went on to talk about when when did the war begin? Well, it began with COVID, obviously. You know, this the, the shot debate, the clot shot debate. It all began right there when American Christians laid down their arms. And then when governors said, close your church doors, you know, you know <laughs> we, we just locked our own churches and gave the government the key and said, we'll obey you rather than God until you tell us it's okay to open up again. Unbelievable. It began right there. Now, I'm not saying there haven't been other civil wars. Now, there was one fought with guns, but I believe that there's been several, actually, that have been fought over the years. But this one is the worst. And we can see America is falling apart. So you say that this, that this civil war that we're in, because that's, that's one of the statements you made in your sermon. You said, well, um, is America, that was the title of your sermon, is America headed for civil war? And after your introduction, you said, well, is she? Are we going to have civil war? A lot of people think so. And then you said this. You need to wake up and realize we're already in a civil That's war. That's right. But you say that it started at COVID, or what, did it just come to light at COVID? Well, that's a good question. Now, obviously, I didn't, I didn't really uh, entertain that question, uh, but that would be a good question to talk about. I mean, where, where, where was the first shot? Where was the, fir- the Fort Sumter shot? Where was that at? Because we are, uh, as we've mentioned, we're a divided nation, like right down the middle. I mean— uh, polar opposites. Yeah. And that is, like you said, Jesus predicted that is a recipe for civil war. But it seems like that has been long in the making. Um, that that uh, the, the separation, the, the departure from um, God and his word and the uh, assault on uh, morality and holiness and, and anything that the Bible stands for. Um, you know, where would you trace those beginnings back to? Well, I think it really goes way back. And and I would say one of the one of the places it goes way back when we began with what we call now as traditional education, which is, you know, one teacher in a classroom and then you would have you would have these, you know, teachers unions. And they just became they became socialistic in the nineteen twenties and thirties, you know, and I would say maybe one of the first shots would be um the monkey trial. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah. when um, when was that? Well, it was in Tennessee, nineteen thirties. William Jen- Jennings Bryan and um, Scopes. Yeah, the Scopes Monkey Trial. Yes, uh, I can't remember. Uh, well, I want to say Bailey was the other attorney, but I can't remember. Of course, this is off the cuff talking. Right. But um, it. Uh, but yeah, just look up monkey the monkey trials, Scopes yes. monkey trials, and you'll right. see it all right there. And uh, uh, it was it, just a setup. They were just basically trying to. Uh, uh, Teach evolution in schools. But That's right? exactly what it was. Um, yep. And then it's been going downhill from there. And uh, once, you start, now, once you start denying that there's a God, then everything has to be naturalistic science. And then when you go there, then you can disprove everything about the Bible from their point of view. And, you know, some people even, even defended the idea from the Bible but from a liberal interpretation of the Bible, saying, well, God could have used evolution, you know. Uh, that's exactly saying, right. Saying, well, we're not attacking your faith, but yes, you are. Uh, the the fundamentals of the faith. You're attacking a yeah 
a, a the faith on which it's built. But uh, you've uh, you've mentioned before that public education started as a good thing. It did actually. Um, there was it, it was started off with the old deluder Satan act, and uh, basically what it was saying is back in the colonial days, you know, once you get a group of people together, you've got to provide for their education basically so they can learn to read the Bible so that they won't be deluded or deceived by the devil. Mm. Incredible. Yeah. And in the very beginning, um, uh, our tax dollars went to print Bibles and to put Bibles in public school. Now it's exactly the opposite. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So how did that, when, how, why did that change? Well, I know this. I, I know that our founding fathers foresaw this kind of thing coming. You know, and that's why they wrote into the Constitution, hey, when it gets really bad, you know, you're going to have to do something about it. If you don't, you deserve what you get. Now, I'm not advocating for armed rebellion, but the Constitution is. And there's going to come a day when it'll be that way. And most of the time, what happens is, you know, there's like Stalins of the world. What they do is they give speeches and everything, and they get most of the people to side with them. So any rebellion, armed rebellion, is minimal. You you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. Have you ever um, read the 45 communist goals that were entered into the congressional record back in 19, um, I can't remember, 58 years, 58 or 60 years ago? Do you, have you ever heard of that? You familiar with that? I've heard of it, but no, I have not read that. Well, they are mind-blowing, um, and they have basically, uh, most of those goals they have attained, um, one big one was to infiltrate ed education. Uh, as a big one, entertainment education to infiltrate it with with communist uh, uh, pushers of communism, uh, Marxists, uh, these people that that don't believe in the American way, um, and just how effective they have been, because they understand the next generation is where it's at um, to get to kids in schools and brainwash them, and that's exactly what these schools are: it's universities and public schools. They are brainwash facilities. It's just indoctrination camps. I mean, and they're going and they're learning. They're not learning science. They're learning anti-science. You know, um, this genderqueer stuff. Um, men can have, men, men, you know, men can menstruate and all this craziness. that Men can um, get pregnant and give birth. And they believe that. I'd like to see a man get birth. <laughs> you, you know, um, it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. They only have a womb, you know. Um, but that's, that's interesting what you just said. Now you said you're not advocating for armed, unarmed rebellion, but the Constitution does, and the Declaration of Independence. The Declaration of Independence does. People won't. I, I doubt people never talk about that. And that's right. The Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, does advocate for armed rebellion. I asked Brother Hiles one time. I said, "Will America be destroyed from a a, a foreign power?" a foreign enemy, or do you think it will implode? We will destroy ourselves. And this is um, in Arnold, uh, Arnold, Missouri, and um, I listened. I remember. Yeah. I was there. I was young. I did shake his hand, though. I okay, was, yeah. And uh, he said that he believed that, that America would basically implode. Self-destruct. And self-destruct, which means some kind of a civil war, you know, somewhere along the line. Yes. Well, um, and I think it was Abraham Lincoln who had a statement similar to that, um, who said uh, that America will be destroyed from enemies from within and not from without. Um, See, to wrap it up, 
America was built upon the premise of freedom, and people would come from around the world looking for freedom more than anything else. But now the devil has worked his way in and wants to enslave the people that came here for freedom. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that's just, I think that is the mystery of iniquity. It is at work. When you throw out and don't believe in God, then your best bet is human, human problem solving. But when you don't have God to say, okay, where do we look for, you know, solutions to our problems? Well, then man just looks to man. And uh, the Bible says the heart of man is wicked. The Bible says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. We have no wisdom um, except to turn away from God. And God says, you know, all that, all that hate me love death. And the Communist Party is the party of death. Democrats are the party of death. Um, they are the enemies of America, if you've said many times. But if you need any further proof, just look at the southern border. And they are destroying the nation from within. Uh, because a nation cannot sustain itself uh, with a policy like we have on the southern border. It's just impossible. No other country in the world has a door wide open. Yep. Um, and uh, they hate America, as yep. you've said hate over America. and over again. And people will, will uh, say, oh, I can't believe you'd say that. And my grandma's a Democrat. Well, she needs to get right with God. That's then. exactly right. These Democrats hate, and, and half the Republicans, as you've said. Um, and uh, what we need to do is get back to the Word of God. Um, yep. I, I want to close with this. When, when it was the Revolutionary War, uh, Patrick Henry said, you know, you guys are just waiting around, waiting for a war to begin. He says the war has already begun, mm-hmm. you know. Yes. And, and it did, you know, up in the north. But he was talking in Virginia. But he says the war has already begun. And uh, shall they fight and us just sit here and reap mm-hmm. the benefits? Yep. Um, and the war has really already begun. It has already begun. And the first shots have been fired. Uh, and I think the first shots was the COVID shot, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And people that fall for that, they're, they're just deceived. As far as I'm concerned, deceived by the devil. Because I think they want to believe the best. And, and they love life so much. Life, Their life has become their God. For the most part, we got to live forever, and uh, but anyway, nobody wants to die. I get that, but there's some things worth dying for yeah, and standing if you, for. If there's, if you have nothing that you're willing to die for, then there's no reason to live. I've heard it said that way. It is so true. But if you don't have something you're willing to die for, then you have no reason to live. Um, and uh, we, we've just thrown up our hands and surrender. And uh, anything, keep us safe, Big Daddy government. I've got um, ten grandchildren, and when I look at them, I can only pray that people will wake up before it gets really bad and bloody. Well, thank you for listening in today. We are so glad that you that you listen in. Tell us what you think. Um, correspond with us. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, the, the canceled preacher at gmail.com and uh, also on Twitter, the canceled PR1, and also on Facebook too. You can find us those places. We appreciate those who listen, reach out, and uh, we'll talk to you guys next Monday.